This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks ended lower on Tuesday to wipe out earlier gains as traders digested a new print on consumer inflation which showed a slightly slower increase in prices last month. The S&P 500, Dow, and Nasdaq each dropped after opening in the green. The earlier move to the upside came after the Labor Department released its August Consumer Price Index, or CPI, which showed a still heightened level of inflation across consumer goods and services, but a pullback from recent multi-year highs. Treasury yields declined across the curve, and the benchmark 10-year notes yield hovered just over 1.3%. The broadest measure of CPI grew 0.3% in August compared to July, coming in slightly below the 0.4% expected and 0.5% posted last month, and by 5.3% compared to August 2020. This year-over-year measure was in line with estimates and slowed compared to July's 5.4% pace, which had, in turn, represented the fastest annual growth rate since 2008. The core measure of CPI, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, slowed more than expected to come in at 4.0% year-over-year in August, after growing by 4.3% in July. Consensus economists were looking for CPI, excluding food and energy prices, to rise by 4.2%. This inflation data suggested that the persistent price pressures rippling across the recovering economy were beginning to slowly unwind, though the CPI reports remained elevated relative to pre-pandemic levels. Consumers have still taken note of recent inflationary pressures, and one-year inflation expectations jumped to a record high of 5.2% in August, according to a New York Federal Reserve report Monday. The elevated CPI prints have served as another data point challenging some Federal Reserve policymakers' views that inflation will be transitory and recede as the recovery matures. The ongoing price pressures have fueled debates over the timing of the central bank's start to asset purchase tapering and other monetary policy adjustments to stave off overheating. The modest slowing in the rate of growth for inflation should temper market and policymaker concerns somewhat, despite the fact that inflation is likely to remain on the higher side for a while and risks of sticky inflation remain. Rick Ryder, BlackRock's chief investment officer of Global Fixed Income, wrote in an email Tuesday morning. That said, core CPI has already overshot its pre-COVID trend, and still many economists are forecasting the highest levels of inflation in a decade, after having seen disinflation for years, he added. 
The Federal Reserve may be declaring victory on its inflation mandate as a result of these recent price gains, but the U.S. consumer would appear to be less than thrilled about such success. An increasing number of economists have suggested the peak growth rates have already likely passed this year, with easy gains during the earlier stages of the reopening already made. These assessments have coincided with more cautious views on the U.S. equity market for the rest of the year, with slower economic growth likely translating to slower company earnings growth as well. Firms, including Bank of America, have recently slashed their price targets on the S&P 500 and suggested the index will end the year slightly lower than the current levels. Others have maintained that any pullback could present a buying opportunity. It's been consistent since the pandemic has started to buy on dips. I definitely don't see that behavior changing anytime soon, Brian Vendig, MJP Wealth Advisors president, told Yahoo Finance Live on Monday. I'd still say stay balanced toward equities, but be very selective in making sure that you're picking the areas that can provide protection to margin, profitability growth, and also as a means to hedge off any unnecessary inflation. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.